There's a guy on our team. He got his license maybe six months ago. You know, he's been trying to get his real estate business up and running, and it's been kind of slow. And he met with another guy on my team. He introduced this concept of a secret agent. He's like, are you being a secret agent? It's like, what? Like, all right, this week I want you to call 10 people every single day and just let them know what you do for a living. So he started calling people and he got leads out of it immediately. In one week, he started getting leads from people he already knew. Leads that were just sitting there waiting for him to call on. Some really good ones too, $800,000 listing, an investor who wants to buy a couple properties out here. And all of it is because he said, oh, I want people to know that I'm in real estate. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Today, I just want to start out by saying, um, I'm going to ask for a little bit of extra participation today, nothing major but it's going to be way more effective the more engaged we are as a group. So uh, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Dan Gomer. I live in Denver. Um, joined with EXP about a year and a half ago and uh, a former middle school science teacher. And so, you know, I came over to EXP because of these kinds of opportunities right here to collaborate, to work together, to learn from each other. And so um, that's why I really enjoy doing these uh, these Monday uh, mindset Mondays. Um, so today what I wanted to talk about was you guys have all heard the term being a secret agent, right? Yes. You've all heard that term. So in other words, you're a real estate agent, but nobody knows it. And so today, yeah, I want to talk about some, some strategies and tips for how to overcome being a secret agent, but this is mindset Monday. So what I really wanted to touch base on is why? Why are we a secret agent? What are the hidden motives behind the scenes that are creating the drive within us to be a secret agent? What are the benefits to that? What are the drawbacks to that? And then how do we overcome it? Because at the end of the day, when we finally make the decision that we don't want to be a secret agent anymore, when it becomes more important for us to grow a business, get more deals, um, you know, feel good about what we're doing in our business, um, gain confidence. When we get more passionate about that, then it's impossible to be a secret agent. We just naturally, we can't help it. We can't help but tell everybody, hey, I can help you. Oh, you know, our ears are perked up. Oh, somebody's talking about real estate over here. I'm going to go, you know, be part of that conversation instead of shying away from it, right? So, when I, I believe that when we understand why we are doing something, anything, why is it important for me to get up and walk in the morning? Why is it important for me to make my phone calls? Why is it important for me to do anything in our life? When we understand the why, we do it, period. When we're unclear, when we're a little wishy-washy, when we're shaky, we freeze. And the same thing happens with our clients. If you ever worked with somebody that's like, well, I don't know if I want a condo or a townhome or a house. I don't know if I want to be north or south. I might not even be in Denver. I recently had a client like that and it you know, took a year to finally go under contract because she had no idea what she wanted. And so she froze. 
and she would disappear for a month and then she would come back. And, you know, so when we're unclear on where it is that we're going, we freeze. It's just human nature. So, so I wanted to kind of dig into that a little bit more today. And here's the reason why. There's a, a guy on, on our team who, his name is Sean, and he got his license maybe six months ago. And, you know, he's been trying to get his real estate business up and running. And it's been kind of slow um, on the front end. And he met with another guy on my team who said, hey, are you, he introduced this concept of a secret agent. He's like, are you being a secret agent? He's like, what? Like, all right, this week I want you to call 10 people every single day and just let them know what you do for a living. And he was like, all right. So he started calling people and he got leads out of it immediately. In one week, he started getting leads from people he already knew. Leads that were just sitting there waiting for him to call on. Some really good ones too. $800,000 listing, an investor who wants to buy a couple properties out here. And all of it is because he said, oh, I want people to know that I'm in real estate. So this also has a really, you know, I, I remember early on in my career, um, I was a secret agent. We've all, if you're, you might be there now, um, you may have been there at some point, but I think we all have experienced it in some way, shape or form, imposter syndrome or whatever. But I remember um, I was transitioning out of an investor into real estate and I made an assumption. Well, I've been in real estate for a few years, even though it's an investor, Everybody knows I'm in real estate. And I show up, I had been playing basketball with a buddy of mine for 10 years, show up to a game one night, and he's like, hey, we just put our house on the market. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you didn't call me? And he's like, I, I didn't know that you could do that. I thought you just were an investor. And he ended up buying and selling. Um, it was, you know, 1.5 total, and I missed out on all of it. So... That was my wake-up call, where I was like, I got a very clear why. I'm not going to let that happen again, because that, that sucks. <laughs> I don't want that feeling again of knowing that I missed out on a really good opportunity with a friend who would have used me at the drop of a hat, but didn't because I was a secret agent. I said, never again. And so I put systems in place to make sure that that never happened again. And so I'll talk a little bit about some of those systems and some of those structures, some of those tools that we can leverage to do that. But I think more importantly, the question is, why? Why are we a secret agent? What's holding us back? And so this is one of those parts where I'm going to ask for some participation. <clears throat> Even if your video is not on, um, I want to hear from you. Like, what are some things that hold us back from being, we'll just say, gregarious about the fact that we're in real estate? What stops us from being like, hey, everybody, Use me as your real estate agent. I'm here for you. What holds us back? Hey, this is Connie Roller in Salt Lake City. Hey, Connie. Um, I think a big thing that holds us back is, um, well, I think for me, there were a couple things. Um, one was I was super, you know, I was raising little kids and I just sort of felt like... <laughs> You know, it was a weird way to control it. And then I also think we're worried about being judged, how we look, yeah. what we say, if we're going to come across right. And I think number two is like the biggest deal um, for most. I would just guess for most people. But what do you think it is? 
Yeah, I, I think that that's that's great. I mean, really, you're talking about fear of being judged, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, Connie, you didn't say this. So was there a fear that you might actually become successful in real estate and that might impede your ability to be with your kids or, you know, do all the things that you need? No, I was actually, my business was great. Uh, okay. um, I was very busy. And instead of thinking bigger, like get more help, you know, I kind of, I like to, I had a full-time assistant and me and it just, you know, it felt good. So, um, no, I did a lot of business for a lot of years. And so, um, you know, and it was different than we didn't have all the social media, but I remember my broker called me a stealth agent. <laughs> you must just come in and you do your work and you go. And I think that's sort of the way, cause I had, but a lot of people knew that I was an agent from my life, like the junior leading from kids school, from sports, from my neighborhood. So, but that's not always the case now at my age. You know, I don't have all those same connections. So it's really important I keep myself top of mind out there. And so yeah. I, I'm here today because I saw your subject and know I really need it. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Someone else? Hey, Dan, this is Dan. I'm calling yeah. you. Well, I'm in California now, but I live in Seattle. I think one of the reasons that for me, I'm brand new, just got licensed last week. So brand, brand new. And I know I, I think the secret component of it is I've already rebranded myself in different career paths. And it's always, it's always a struggle to be at the very beginning and say, you know what? I see something that other people don't. I see this vision that hasn't happened yet. So it's, it's a question of like faith, you know? I'm going to tell you this, this is what's going to happen. And just keeping that winning attitude and yeah. kind of retraining my community to see me as a real estate agent instead of, um, like, for example, I've been an education consultant. I have been a teacher. I have been a yoga instructor. So it's a shift in how I talk to my community and how I brand my marketing. Right. Absolutely. And is there a, so what would hold you back from doing, from being loud about what you do? Is there, is there a fear around rebranding again, or is there a fear around, um, I'm new? Like that's a pretty common fear, right? Like I'm new. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Who wants to hear what I have to say, right? It, do you feel any of those kinds of things? Yes. Both. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, by the way. I mean, that's, that's, that's great. You know, there's a lot of new agents and I, I see this all the time where they say things like, I have to, I need to, I should be, um, you know, all of those kinds of things. And when push comes to shove, they're not, they need to, they should be, they have to, but they're not. And why is it? Well, it comes down in my opinion to fear, fear of what fear of anything. You know, those were two fantastic examples. Uh, you say it as Zan, is that right? Yep, you got it. Perfect, thank you. Um, so Zan has a couple perfect examples. Um, Connie had a couple perfect examples. Fear of success is another example. Um, you know, I would say fear of judgment is probably one of the top ones, right? And so when we look at the 
psychology, for lack of a better word, of why we are a secret agent, typically it's going to come down to fear. We've got a choice, you know. I'm either going to lean into my fear, then I'm going to be judged or whatever it is, or I'm going to choose to overcome that fear and um, just put myself out there and see what happens. So I went skydiving, I don't know, 10 years ago. And there was one reason why I went skydiving. It was my only goal. I have a fear of heights. So my only goal was to go skydiving and not be afraid. I was going to enjoy it. I was going to love it. It was going to be the most amazing experience of my life. I was not going to lean into fear. I was going to jump out of that plane and I was going to be confident. And whatever happens, happens. And, and that's what I did. And that was one of those moments where I learned like we can overcome our fear. It's a choice though. So if you're in a position right now in your business where you're, you're looking at what you're doing and you're, you're, you know, saying things like, I have to, I need to, I should be, but I'm not, then what's the fear that's, that's creating the not? And, you know, once again, I believe that we can overcome that fear, but there's a caveat. When we talk about motivation, we talk about moving forward, we talk about overcoming our fear. If we don't have a strong why for why we're moving forward, then we, we freeze and we stay right where we're at. Until we have a clear vision of what is more important to us than the fear, we, we stick. So if you're in that position and you're like, man, I just keep saying I should and I don't, what are you creating? I'm not just talking about like, oh, I want $100,000 or, you know, oh, I want to, you know, get 10 sides or I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, what does that represent for you? What is your, what does your life look like a year from now? If you make a choice to overcome your fear, what does your life look like for your family? And maybe even think about the people that you're not serving. What is your life and what does their situation look like because you're playing small? So, for example, my buddy that I play basketball with, he hired an agent off of Zillow and it was a horrible experience for him. It was such a pain in the butt, contracts falling out, he couldn't stand her, almost a lawsuit. It was horrible. But because I was not doing my job, because I was not getting out there, he had to go through all of that instead of being represented by somebody who is going to have his best interest in mind and go above and beyond to take care of him. So we are actually hurting our friends, if we choose to see it this way, by not representing them well and bringing our best self to the table. So once again, why? Why is it more important for you to, to overcome your fear? Um, so here's the other thing. We go back to, to Sean. So I don't think he had a fear of putting himself out there. Um, I think he was just kind of not really thinking about it. And when it, and when it popped into his mind, oh shoot, that's right. Nobody knows I'm in real estate. I've got to let everybody know. He posted on social media. I'm in real estate, everybody. You should call me. He started calling 10 people a day. Um, you know, he started taking people out to lunch and deals just magically fell into his lap. He got super lucky. 
The reality is he actually didn't get lucky. He just went out and he started doing the work. So, so those are some of the reasons that holds us back from, from, you know, being, I'm just going to keep using the word gregarious, right? Being loud, being obnoxious. It's our fear. So let's talk a little bit about, um, so there's another participation piece. Um, if we're being a secret agent, it's a choice, period. Nobody is putting us in a headlock and saying, stop talking about real estate, right? It is a choice that we're making. So what is the benefit that we gain by playing small? So we know what the drawbacks are. We don't make money. It's frustrating. Our business doesn't grow. All those kinds of, right? Those are the drawbacks of playing small. What are the benefits of playing small? Because if there wasn't a benefit, we wouldn't do it. We have a why. There's a why we're choosing to play small. So what are the benefits of playing small? No rejection. Right. You don't have to, you can just hide in the corner. Nobody sees you. Nobody sees you. Nobody can judge you. <laughs> right? So that's a benefit. It's a real benefit. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's it's a it's a protection mechanism, right? So playing small can can keep us safe. Okay, what else? You can um, stay in your comfort zone, and I've seen people actually, you know, enjoy being lazy. <laughs> like, oh, I can't help it. It's just a terrible field. So you just stay in that comfort zone. Yeah. So there's kind of two two hidden pieces in there. Number one, we're right. So if somebody starts saying, oh, well, it's just a tough business. It's a tough market. It's a blah, 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 blah. It's all these things out there. And then I don't make my phone calls. And my business doesn't grow. I'm right. I told you so. Everybody loves to be right. So we get to be right. That's an advantage. And... We get to be comfortable, which means we never fail, <laughs> right? If we're comfortable, we don't fail. If I don't shoot the ball, I never miss. I never make it, but I never miss. And so it's a fear of, of failure, right? So those are going to be some of the driving forces. And so the reason that I bring this up here today and, and, and we're talking about this is because it's the awareness of the stories that we're telling ourselves. It's the awareness of the whys that are driving our behavior that allows us to then change them. So if we can look at our own behavior and it's like, why do I keep, um, you know, doing all this busy work over here? I clean my desk three times a day, but I made no phone calls. Why do I keep doing these things instead of doing the things that I know are going to grow my business? What is my motivating factor for making that choice? And write it down. Like, think about it and write it down. You might have to write 10 different things and analyze it and look at it and go back and forth and all that kind of stuff. But the more that you look at it, the more that you get curious about it, the more powerful it's going to be for you when you, when you realize, like, oh, my gosh. I'm afraid that I, if I succeed, I'm going to be so busy that I'm not going to have a life anymore, and I like to ski every week. That's a legitimate reason to not do your work. So if I understand that, I can mitigate it. Then I can choose to do the work, choose to make the calls, and then try to tailor my business to fit my lifestyle. But I have to know that that's what my hangup is first. 
So that would be my, my other challenge. So why do you want to actually make yourself uncomfortable? Number one. And number two, and maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> maybe number one is uh, why, what's your motivating factor for staying comfortable? What's your motivating factor for getting uncomfortable? If you can understand those two things, you will have the drive that you need naturally to go do the things that you need to do. And at that point, the tools are irrelevant, by the way, right? There's a bazillion tools out there. Should you do Zillow leads, door knocking, da 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 It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Um, once you know your why, you'll pick one and you'll go and it'll work. They all work. You just got to pick one and go with it. Um, but the motivation is where it all starts. So, um, so the antithesis to being a secret agent, um, I call it being a public agent, right? So it's like, hey, everybody, look what I do. I can help you, right? We're very public. We're very out there. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some strategies to be public. And and before we do that, um, let's talk about um, let's talk about a couple fears that might come up from being public. Kind of touched on them a little bit. But let's say you write this amazing post about why you're so passionate about real estate and your friend should call you and you post it on Facebook. What's going to make you kind of sit there and hover over that post button for just a minute? I don't know if I want to post it. What is that? What are we afraid of if we do something like that? What might hold us back? People's response and our being attached to the outcome of that specific thing right there. Right. Judgment. What else? Yeah. What if we post it and it's this heartfelt thing and nobody responds? Nobody likes it. Nobody calls me. I put myself out there and just fall on my face. That's not fun. <laughs> and that's scary, right? So in order to overcome these fears of judgment, of failure, of all of these kinds of things that we've talked about, there's only one way. And I, I know this is kind of a cliche, but what is it? You, the only way out is through. You just got to push through it. Like I would... I would argue go fail on purpose at something. Go do something that you're terrible at and just fail miserably and be like, oh, I'm still here. I'm alive. I'm good. It doesn't matter. You know? And here's the other thing that I'll tell you. Our fears are typically a hundred times more ridiculous and asinine than anything that is actually going to happen. We post this thing. We're so fearful. What's going to happen? And then someone likes it. And we're like, oh. And then someone calls us and they're like, I didn't know you were in real estate. And then someone writes, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. And then someone else hearts it. And you're like, oh. And then you start to feel good. So it's about taking those first steps and being willing to fail. I actually have a, a little thing that I printed out for my son and I put it on his desk that just says, you have to be... Uh, you have to be uh, strong enough to fail if you're ever going to be good enough to succeed. You got to fail. 
go fail. Like, <laughs> here's my message for Monday. Go screw it up, everybody. <laughs> um, fail, fail hard. And then dust yourself off and be like, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. You do that a couple times. You can take a couple punches. You know you're good. So be willing to to fail. So there's once there's there's kind of the beginning of it. Um, we know that there's drawbacks. We know it sucks if if it doesn't go the way we want. But we're resilient. So go fail, get it out there. So um, here's some of the benefits. By the way, we're kind of coming up on time here. Some of the benefits of going public. So those are the drawbacks. Look bad, judgment, fail, feel bad, all that kind of stuff. The benefits are confidence. Who wants to be more confident in their life and in their business? Right? We all do. There's only one way to gain confidence. Fail. I'm serious. I know it sounds weird, but it's true. The more you fail, the more confidence you build. Because you're like, that was dumb. I won't do that again. That was dumb. I won't do that again. Then you succeed and you're like, got it. That's what I need to do more of. Now you're like, I don't care what anybody says. I know this is bad. I know this is bad. And I know this is good. Yep. I'm going here. And you don't care what anybody else thinks. That's confidence. So the more you fail, the more confidence you build. Um, benefits go in public. Your business is going to grow. You're going to make more money. You're going to develop stronger relationships. Um, you're going to feel better about your life and your business. If you ask me, the benefits strongly outweigh some made-up fears about things that may or may not happen. So if you're looking for a why to move forward, you're looking for that why to motivate you to take action, write these things down. More confidence, more business, more money, stronger relationships, and start thinking about that. How important is those thing, are those things to you? And the more that you lean into that and forget about the fear, the more motivation you're going to get to take action and be willing to fail. So a um, couple strategies here. So um, get involved in as much stuff as you can. You guys are all here today. Thank you, by the way. It's Monday. It's early. I appreciate you guys being here. You showed up. Like, that's so important. So many people just like, well, I was going to go to the call and I didn't and, you know, whatever. Right? That's a problem. So show up. You know what? EXP is the most collaborative, ridiculous amount of stuff to do and plug into. It's overwhelming. So what are you plugging into? How are you showing up? You know, what events are you going to? What trainings are you going to? Are you plugging into your community? Um, really important. Um, a greatness tracker. If you guys don't have a greatness tracker, you know, here's a greatness tracker. Um, I don't know, Autumn, I can maybe up give this to you or something and we can upload it, uh, an example of it. But are you tracking your phone calls? Like your three non-negotiables, as I see it, is at least five to 10 calls a day, three CMAs a week for somebody in your sphere, and at least three face-to-faces with people that you know, that you know. You do those three things for a year, you'll be set. Three things, five to 10 calls a day, three to five CMAs a week, three, three to five face-to-faces every single week. That's it. Um, and then here's the, the last thing that I'll say, execute small. So if pushing the send button on Facebook or Instagram on this big gushy post is too much for you, test it on somebody. 
call them and say, hey, I want to, you know, hey, this is what I'm doing and see how they react. That might make you feel a little bit better about going public with it, right? So if you're having trouble getting motivated, do something that seems insignificant. Do something that seems really small but moves you in the right direction to get a little bit of momentum, get that ball rolling, and then just keep building off of that momentum, you know, keep keep moving forward. Um, and uh, so some easy things, posting on social media, um, you know, and then by the way, Autumn, maybe you can tell me how to organize this, but I've, I'll give you guys a free copy of my sphere marketing handbook and electronic copy of this. If you're looking for some ideas for how to like strategies and tools for how to be, not be a secret agent, how to be a public agent, then, you know, read this book and implement a couple of the things, not all of them, just a couple and see what happens uh, within your business. So, um, Autumn, what's the best way to to uh, do just, all of that? Just send it, Ben, send it to me and we'll attach it to the show notes to this, okay. to this episode. And so it'll be available that way. Okay, perfect. Cool. So sorry, I know I had to kind of wrap it up quickly because 30 minutes goes fast plus I was late. But um, any other questions or thoughts before we wrap up here? Oh, here, I'm going to put, I'm going to put my email in the chat. So if anybody wants to reach out to me for any reason, uh, feel free. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for being here and uh, brand new week. I uh, hope you guys can overcome a few fears today. Go crush it. Have a great week. Thank, Thank you, Dan. You. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.